<sighs> Alrighty. Why is today so weird, man? It's raining. I'm tired. It's like not even raining either. It's just like spinning. Yeah, it's being yeah. an asshole. Like the time I went to Arby's an hour ago and it was not raining and I got out of my car and I was like, hey, it's fine to leave the window down while I get fast food, which happened to be not so fast and then it started pouring. Yeah, you get there the wrong time. And now my time. ass itches. Can you sell? A lot. Hello and welcome to this week's oh, episode of 248. You're a motherfucker. <laughs> There's two guys for color eight. I am your host. They call me the Send Jackrabbit. The <laughs> with me, as always, is Malachi five sixty nine with a wink. And I am Steve. Steve. All right, guys. Brittley is on vacation for some much needed R and R. Rex sure. is. <laughs> Can we talk about that for a moment? He doesn't need R and R. That motherfucker does nothing. <laughs> he literally naps in the fucking closet at work instead of being at work. <laughs> He's like, hey guys, you know, I have to take a vacation. I'm so stressed. <laughs> Writing funny things for a fucking radio show and sleeping in the closet is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, man. I enjoy the fact that his voice changes every time somebody mocks him. <laughs> like, I've decided he's a Jewish mother. You've decided he's a drunk cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. Well, I was trying to be charitable, but Brentley is in fact on vacation, and Rexstyle Raptor is currently working, so he is indisposed as well. So it's just we three. And me. Ah, I should have used that to get an E three joke in. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> we E three E three we we M E M E M E. I did Obscure. it for M E. Obscure enemy. Obscure Oh, obscure enemy. I get it. That's funny. That is funny. So, how about we talk about something that's obscure and not really popular, which is the definition of obscure. Yeah, yeah. So, is there a make it anime? Make it anime. Okay. Is there like any rule? Like, is there any timeline on? Can it be older stuff, or does it have to be like newish stuff? Uh, if you watched it before your joints hurt, that's too old. Yeah. Well. And even your burps sound tired. <laughs> Just Forced. Defense ran out of gas, didn't have anywhere to go. They plugged up all the holes and the runner had nowhere to go. <laughs> There's a fellow when he runs, he moves faster. Actual Madden quote, by the way. In a game. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That man gets paid millions a year to say stupid shit like that. Is he still alive? Mm, I guess so. Is John Madden alive? That's a... Uh... I mean, I'm, I feel like I'd have heard if he had died. Obscure I think anime. Yeah, obscure so. anime. <laughs> um, okay, uh, do you want to start us out? Do you have anything on top of your head? Um, okay, so no. Cool. All right, well. I'm wearing a hat trying to keep everything in, and there's nothing there. <laughs> um, I actually used to watch one a long time ago called Desert Punk. It was pretty obscure. Um, it was... It was on the Shonen Jump magazine way back in the early 2000s, but um, like you know, I had like one little write up like halfway through the magazine. That's it. I've never really known anybody that's ever seen it other than me. Like I'm sure they're out there, but I've never run into anybody else that has seen it other than me. So yeah, Desert Punk. It's pretty cool. It's about uh, this dude that is obviously in the desert and he's kind of a yeah, kind of. That's kind of the joke. He's kind of a... 
he is sort of like Spike Spiegel mixed with um n- no. <laughs> just throwing it out. Um what is the what is the um y'all are gonna kill me. What is the name of the samurai on Samurai Champloo? Not Jean, the other one. Mugen? Mugen, there we go. Mm. Yeah, I know, I know, shame on me. But it's like a mixture between Mugen and Spike Spiegel is his character. Like he's dumb and like does a lot of dumb things and is really mouthy, but okay. he's also like good at what he does so he can get away with it. Um, and unlike either of those two characters, he's also very, very horny, which was which is part of the which is part of the joke. Like he's it's treated as like uh, it's one of the toss off jokes. Nose like he's just horny or like <laughs> not fixed dog horny. Not fixed dog horny. Okay. These last points are too accurate for sand people. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh god, that's I funny. I used a Star Wars quote for a beer pong game the other night. Actually, really? Yeah, I was refing. Because mm-hmm. there were five people there, and I just really didn't. Okay, beer pong has clearly changed since I played because there were yeah, no refs. Right? So I was refing it. Yeah, uh-huh. And I lived there, so house rules refs. And <laughs> I was fucking with everybody because I kept, I was like, hey, fucking party foul, drink. And everybody was listening. And eventually they got sick of my shit because I would do it over everything. Put your hands on the table, party foul, drink. Change the song that everyone likes, Party Foul, Drink. And I was oh, pulling up like socks as like yellow flags. And uh, <laughs> everybody got sick of my shit. And they're all like, dude, shut the fuck up about the house rules. And I don't know why, but I was I was just in a drunken haze. And I was like, I am the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> After drinking an entire case of beer, the attempt on my life has left me disfigured. <laughs> anyway, oh, so God. No, it's, uh, <laughs> but uh, the one of the jokes that I do remember is there is a scene towards the end of the flick. There's this love interest that, like, they kind of have this, like, John Arbuckle and veterinarian thing going on where, like, she's just like, no, you're disgusting, go away. Okay. Literally leave me alone. And he's chasing her, like, the entire scene, or the entire show, and, like, towards the end of it, they're sitting in a bunker. They get locked into like a bunker or something, and there's no windows, and it's they're in the desert, and it's like 500 degrees, and they're sitting there. They're like, we're literally going to die. So it's exactly like the African Queen. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and he and they're sitting there. And she's like, we are literally going to die, and he's like, yup. He's like, I don't have any tricks out of this one. He's like, neither do I. She's like, well, now what do we do? And he's like, we could bone. But <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna die, would anyone? Yeah. Die? And she's like, really? Right now? Right here in this situation we're about to die? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so that that was my obscure anime. Um, it was funny. I, I enjoyed it when I was a bit younger, but I don't remember enough about it to say whether it's good or not. I just say that I enjoyed it at the time. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, I have one... Um, I guess I saw it fairly recently. I mean, within definitely the last 10... Within the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the name of it is Blackjack. I don't know if any of you guys have heard about it. That um, sounds familiar. It is by the same artist as Astro Boy, Osamu Tezuka. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes, I do know. So he's a surgeon, like mm-hmm. a master surgeon doctor, you know, and he's got this massive scar over his, like, mm-hmm. half of his face. Yeah. Like, the staples are still there. Kind of yeah. Thing. And it's, like, red on one side, and he's got, like, half black and half white hair. Huh. Um, and basically, it's just, like, a bunch of different stories about him getting these really weird cases and stuff like that and having to save people's lives. And, um, I don't know, there was just something about it that was, like, really cool. I mean, the mystery behind the main character, um, and everything, I guess, about the anime, I don't know. It was Mm -hmm. just, it was very, like, feel-good, I guess, kind of, like, classic 80s, 90s Japanese anime type, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, the, the shocked faces are really just out there mm-hmm. you know so i really enjoyed it nice um, and i thought that the that blackjack the doctor he was really cool uh because he wore like this this cape mm-hmm. like, he'd always wear this the black suit and you know the white like basically the bolo tie and stuff like that but then he'd have like this black cape and he lived on the side like on this island mm-hmm. and every like in the beginning of it you know you just see like he lives on the cliff of the island and the water hmm. just splashes up every other time and he lives in complete solitude and he has this little girl that I think he saved or adopted kind of thing. Hmm. Uh, she's madly in love with him. Uh, she's also like five or six. Wait, she's what? like, I'm your nurse. I'm your assistant. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's cute, you know, because she's, she's infatuated with him. And he's just like, you know, now, now, child, yeah. calm down. But yeah, I mean... Um, it's not one that, you know, anytime I bring it up, it's one of those where it's like, oh, have you seen Blackjack? And they're like, the black what? Like the game? Yeah. Like, no. Never mind, I'm sorry. Yeah. So if you're wondering why I was so quiet, I was trying my goddamn hardest to get Kiss Anime to log me in so I could find something obscure. Because here's my problem. I have seen a billion obscure anime, but I don't remember the title to any of them because they're obscure. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, obscure anime are trash. That's why they're obscure. Generally. I feel like, no, I feel like the reason why obscure animes are as they are obscure uh, is because they only cater to, like, one particular audience, you know? There's, like, certain people that you might meet that are like, oh my god, that's, like, my favorite fucking thing ever. Like, I'd consider Wolf's Reign an obscure anime. Yeah, kind of. Like, it's it's not, like, super, super obscure but it is, it is, it's not in the main, like, top 20 animes you must watch or anything like that. Right, exactly. And if anybody is wondering, uh, if we say obscure 27 times, McDonald's pays us. So. <laughs> Are we sponsored by McDonald's? No. Oh. I wish. Because they're full of McBullshit. <laughs> so, Malachi. Um, I don't know if you're going to call these obscure or not. Okay. Well, if you consider them obscure, then I mean, whatever. I don't know if I would or not. All right, well, I know shoot. people. I know people that know of them. Um, so the first show I ever binge watched with Just Jack when I was first getting really getting into anime. Sure. Uh, was uh, Bigata HK Yamakun's first time. Well, I've never okay, heard, I've never of, heard it, of this. So uh, the entire show is about a character trying to lose her virginity. She wants to fuck a hundred guys before the end of uh, her senior year. So it. So it's American, American Pie. Movie. Of- more than one American movie, but I think American Pie, I mean, like, no, there's, like, a one with a girl who's trying to lose her virginity in, like, the exact way. Like, if the guy doesn't wash his hands enough times, she's like, no. 
Like, she's like, oh, I've got to kiss him, and then i got to go to second base and third base and stuff like that. There's an American movie like that that I can't remember. It's a lot like that. Fucking name of. And it's the first anime I ever saw that actually showed titties. But it was in the very final episode. Ooh. Just for like a second. And I was like, swing. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I was fucking 15 and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> the, hor- the hormone monster. Shoot. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Best part of that show. Oh yeah. None. Absolutely. You ever seen Big Mouth? No, it's fucking awful and disgusting. Yeah, it, it is, but there's one saving grace, and that's the hormone monster, and the hormone monster, what do they call it, the monstrette? Yeah, yeah, the monstrous or whatever. Yeah, the monstrous, yeah, the hormone monster and the hormone monstrous. Those, to me, are the only redeeming qualities of that show. I won't watch it. I, I, I mean, that's, that's fine. I get it, like, I do, but those two parts were... my best friend was like, you have to watch this, and I should have known better, because I know her. Someone told me that, too, but, and I yeah. you know what I told them. What? I'm not into pedophilia. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> pedophilia? No. The fucking trailer had a fucking scene with a 12-year-old mm-hmm. and a mirror, and her vagina was talking to her. It's not in a trailer. It was in her house, and she was... That, the trailer. Like, the trailer for the show. Oh, well, that's not pedophilia. No, we're not talking about casting couch. We're oh, talking okay, about but the trailer for the, the fucking, fucking show. the fucking trailer. My brain went somewhere else. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Would okay. it be the same no, place no, no, that no, his no, co-worker's no, no. homepage no, screen you. goes to? Fuck you, okay? No, because seriously, like, you're not a girl. 300. That's Girls do that. They suggest that girls do that. Talk That's to a the part vagina? Of... No, not talk to the fucking vagina, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> what do you want from Examine me? Examine it. <laughs> How? That's some real next-level gymnastics shit. Your penis is out there for you to see. How do you know that? How do I know that, Rabbit. Uh. <laughs> I'm not anywhere. I'm not in this. Don't drag me into this. I don't want to. I'm learning so many things. <laughs> nah, it's it's um it, it's funny though. Like like because it's not. It's about puberty. Yeah, because okay? there's one there's... for girls and guys, and yeah, there it's it's extremely crude. I mean, I don't recommend it to people just because I'm like, look, if it's not your cup of tea, I get it. But at the same time, you know, it's a show about puberty. You know, if that's true. I deserve it. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> right, right here. Right here. <laughs> Although I will say there is one of the funniest scenes in it is like there's these two like very wimpy like boys that are apparently just getting into puberty and they're like, we got to go box. we got to box. He's like, okay, what if we just pretend to box? So they're sitting there just sort of kind of like, <laughs> like, like weakly like slapping, limp-wristedly slapping each other. Then one dude trips and like accidentally punches the guy, the hormone monster stand out. He's like, that was bullshit fucking rage. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, ah! <laughs> he jumps on the kid. And I was like, ah, oh, that happens. <laughs> my absolute favorite part is the Nathan Fillion episode. Which yeah. also, next week, maybe? My my very own Notice Me Senpai? Sure. Okay. Sure. Not for not for this week. But yeah, yeah. That, that is my favorite, I think, out of yeah. the whole thing. Like, just that one scene with the dog where he's talking, and it's actually Nathan Fillion voicing the dog, the good yeah. dog and his own character <laughs> from dog. Firefly. The good dog. The good dog. The good dog. The good dog. That's not like a song, like a fucking um, <laughs> alien ant <laughs> farm intro. jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's an Australian song. <laughs> good day to the good dog. <laughs> and another one that might be obscure. Okay. Uh, Guilty Crown. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Never heard of it. Never seen it. So premise is, um, it's really hard to explain. But there is a super popular singer who is in a rebellion, I guess. I do know what this is. And a character ends up meeting her 
and she's like beat to shit and he's a big big fan of her music but he runs into her uh, on his way home and she's like fucking beat to shit and dying and uh, tries to bandage her up you know picks her up take care of her um, and uh, there's a really deep part of it because she gets taken away by the people that are trying to kill yeah. her the system exactly. man yeah and uh, that's kind of what kicks him off because he he feels you know because he didn't try to stop them he would have died but he didn't even try Mm-hmm. And so that kicks off his kind of like, fuck, what is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he gets in contact with something called the God Genome. And what that is, is it allows you to extract a soul and use that soul as a tool depending on the personality type. <clears throat> so some people may be a camera for a soul based on their personality. Someone may be a sword based upon their personality. And the story spirals into an anime-esque fashion towards the end where there's fucking, you know clones and shit yeah and demons and you know anime like you get into it and you don't know where you don't know what you're watching anymore exactly but yeah. it's super good I mean it's really good okay uh one that we've talked about before uh that I would probably consider to be obscure Mushishi yeah it's I mean we've we've raved and raved about it yeah before. it's on Netflix but it's not I don't know many people that have seen it nobody that I've ever talked to uh in my ring of weed friends mm-hmm. uh, has ever heard of Mushishi or they have yeah. they've been like oh yeah I, I see that on Netflix but I never bothered watching right. it because it's you know one season and you know whatever but yeah. I, it's good I get I, that agree. I think it's really good actually one last one um, I know I have talked about this at least one time but it's been a long time ago uh, on the show it's called Bacano mm. um, and Bacano is a show about five or six alchemists and it's really interesting because it doesn't focus on the fact they're alchemists it just says it and it basically the show like kicks the dog as it walks by but it doesn't dwell on it it says oh yeah these guys are alchemists and the beginning scene shows them in like this old ship where they're about to do some like alchemy ritual or something and they make a faustian bargain with the devil that's like oh you're going to live forever but if you do decide that you're done living you're going to come to me that kind of a thing it's a faustian bargain that's the one that's kind of like jazzy and like yes. stuff like that okay, yes. i've seen some so, clips on i never watched it it's a great show like the thing about bacano that most people they, they don't give it a chance the first 4 episodes you're going to be confused as shit okay the show is made that way by design you're supposed to be really confused it starts explaining itself halfway through so it like backtracks and shows you why all those scenes in the first four episodes were important. Mm-hmm. But um, so they're alchemists. They get they create the they create this um, elixir. It gives them eternal youth. And then it just drops that. Like it's like okay now you know that moving on. Then it like goes up to like 1950s Hollywood, and they're all in different gangs, street gangs. Mm-hmm. Like they're like one a uh, couple of them are in the mafia. The other two are like in a different uh, different uh, gang in the mafia, and then. There are, I think, two of them, if I remember correctly, are in actual street gangs. And they can't die. So they're actually going back and forth. Like, you know, they'll constantly shoot the shit out of each other, but it doesn't matter because they just get up and they get pissed off because their clothes have holes in them now. And, um, yeah, the, the whole it's only it's only one season, but it's super interesting. I enjoy it very much. Right on. So, yeah. All right, moving on. Yeah. Drinking game recommendations. I like the game where you drink a beer and then you open another beer and then you drink that one. Quite a few of those. Why yeah. Don't you expound a little bit. Okay, <clears throat> so my absolute favorite drinking game that no one, to my knowledge, has ever been able to complete, and I don't even think Brentley could do this one. It, oh. <laughs> it says oh. it's called the Boondock Saints drinking game. 
Oh. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, what? You didn't even. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yep. I don't. And the Boondock, the Boondock Saints. I'm sure we all know what the Boondock Saints is, right? The movie. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Every time they curse, you take a drink. Oh fuck you. Yeah. So you take a drink or a shot? You wouldn't be able to do it with shots. No person could do it with shots. So there is. I could do the drinking bit. Even okay, so I thought that too, and when you're focusing <laughs> on the on the on the curse, and this is when my, this is my heyday, dude. This is when I was drinking a case a night. This is when I had a problem. All right, we were able to pop beers, and like I was sitting there, and we were waiting on it and waiting on it. And you find out they don't actually curse for like the first fifteen minutes of that movie. It's weird. So it's a, it's a false sense of security. You're right. Like, right, right. Yeah, this won't be too bad. Well, I was watching. I was like, this is dumb. I, like, I remember there being a shitload of curse words in this. So I was like, that's weird. And then it begins. <laughs> and when it begins, it does not end. Like, I made it up to Rocco killing the cat. Because he says, like, fucking shit, fuck, motherfucking fuck, fuck. And I'm like, oh, God, oh, make him stop. Oh. So I'm trying to drink. <laughs> I'm trying to drink and keep up with his cursing. Yeah, like, I passed out that night. I didn't even make it halfway through the movie. Shit. I'm doing that tonight. I'm off tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my roommate have people over, and we're going to do it. Yeah. Could not even make it halfway through the movie. If you, you if you could make it past the Rocco scene, I salute you, sir, because I could not. Yeah, this is gold. Yep. You go for it. But yeah, you got... Is this before or after the toilet? What? What toilet? Which one? What? When they get cuffed onto the toilet. That's in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it's after. It's is it the yeah, beginning of the after. movie? Yeah, because that's... For some reason, I thought that was like towards the middle. Mm -mm. No, because that's what starts... Was it before or after the part where What's-His-Face dresses like a woman? Before, I okay. think. I'll go ahead and get a little disclaimer. I've only seen the movie once, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it in a very long time. I do remember that... Um, uh, fun movie trivia. You know that cat that Rocco accidentally kills? He actually killed it. Yeah, he actually accidentally <gasps> killed it. Yeah. He accident. It was an accident. Is that why he cursed like that? Yeah. Oh, shit. And if you notice, and if you watch the movie with this in mind, you'll notice that the two actors whose names I cannot remember to save my life right now. The, the, the main characters. The brothers, yeah, yeah. They lose their accents. Like when he shoots a cat, oh, one dude's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Damn. Because what it was. That's intense. Yeah, the gun had blanks in it. And they were sitting there and he was supposed oh, to. No. Oh, okay. He was supposed to point the gun at it, but when he picked it up, he had his finger on the trigger, so when he pull, pulled the thing up, the cat was right in front of it, and it, like, passed by his head, and the blank went off right next to the cat's head and killed it. Um, yeah. I mean, it died instantly, from what I understand, oh, so... Oh, well, I guess yeah. so. But, yeah, ax so actually killed the cat. Yeah. It's crazy. So that's my favorite drinking game, is what I'm getting at there. Okay. Anything else? Um... I mean, there's a bunch of different ones, but I mean, they're all the normal ones. Like, everybody's going to know them. Okay. Like, King's Cup and stuff like that. Everybody knows that one. Okay. I mean, mine is a similar one. I mean, you know, you pick a TV show that you really like. You know, pick something that's absolutely stupid. One of the ones where I got... Actually, I think it was this was the first time that I had ever got, like, fucked up drinking. Like, drinking uh -huh. out of a plastic... <sighs> plastic <laughs> bottle. Vodka. Oh uh, yeah! What, what? Oh God! What's that really terrible one? I'm pretty Tequila. sure. Aristocrat. Aristocrat. Yep. That's what we were drinking. Okay, and we were doing this. I was still in high school, so of course we go over to my friend's house. She has a really big house, you know, and she's at a really decent like movie theater type thing or whatever. And we're hiding from her parents. Of so course. There's no food. There's no water unless you're drinking out of the tap of the sink. Okay. So we're watching Bob's Burgers. 
Okay, because, you know, the majority rule, everybody was like, oh, let's watch Bob's Burgers. And it's like, all right, well, we got to make a drinking game out of it. And we're like, all right, uh, every time there's a pun made, take a shot. They said take a shot. Do you know who the only person who was taking shots was? This Steve. <laughs> this very one. What was That's everybody else doing? Payroll, kind of, for like <laughs> four years. Payroll? Oh, I get it. It's funny because the, the running gag is that you're the only one that's listening to the podcasts. Oh, well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, um, yeah, no, I, it was, oh gosh, I had already taken, I honestly, I hadn't even been counting at that point. I look around and I take my shot and I look around and everybody's taking sips of a mixed drink. And I go, fuck. <laughs> yep, that awkward, that awkward moment when you realize that you're the only one. That's doing the thing the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Now, or at least as everybody said it, I was like, you know, if we were going to do mixed drinks, guys, somebody should have told me. See, that's what you think you said, but what you actually said was, Hi! It doesn't even matter. (laughs) (laughs) We don't even crack that. I can't even go to war. It'll wear pants. I don't even know. I take a real shot. Like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, dreadfully sick that night. Woke up superbly hungover. Dude, last week, I couldn't even get to my bathroom in the morning. <clears throat> Luckily, I was off that day. However, I woke up to the sounds of... Did these sounds, were they coming from you? From my bathroom. Oh. Which is next to my room. Oh. I was unaware of this because I had passed out much earlier in the afternoon. Uh. Afternoon, not night. <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I get up. And you I'm need like, help. I'm like, damn, I gotta pee. So I get up. I walk to the bathroom, and it's in my bathroom. The door's locked. I'm like, hey, uh, you alive in there? Because I assumed it was my roommate, and no response. I'm like, Ugh! so at this point, I thought a fucking dragon had moved into my toilet. <laughs> it was, you know, the fucking eel from Mario 64. Yeah. Like, was in my toilet. Yeah. So, I walk out into the living room, and I'm, you know, grab a glass, I'm about to chug some water because I'm, you know, a little hungover. And I see someone on the couch, and they just look at me, and they're like, <laughs> and we both give each other the look, because oh, is going on, like, incessantly, like, repetitively, and there's nothing coming out, it is dry heaving. Like, you just, like, you want to record that and put that on a beat for exactly. a sick EDM track? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wanted to kill the motherfucker. Okay. Uh, finally comes out, and I'm like, Hey, uh, I don't know who you are, but are you, are you a K? Also, in my house, I don't know who you are. And he's like, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm just, uh, fuck. I don't know, I didn't even drink that much. I was like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> sure, so right. I shoo him away, and I go to the bathroom. I come back out, and I go to grab, I, I think I went to my car to get something. And I live on the ground floor, so my car was right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go to my car, come back in, I'm like, man, damn it, I fucked up. I should have took a shit at the same time. <laughs> So I walk back to my bathroom, and guess who's in the bathroom with the door locked? <laughs> I just shoo him to the sink, if that were the point. I ended up driving him home with my trash can in my car so that he had somewhere to drive heave. Um, <laughs> that was a weird morning. That was a weird morning. Are you getting, like, flashbacks from your younger days? No. <laughs> so let me tell you my story, though. <laughs> Is this the macaroni one? No. Uh, okay. Is this one where he coated the bathtub with vomit? Yes, it is. You? 
No. Oh. They like painted it on, like fucking oh. like, I don't understand. Somebody I, you knew or? Oh yeah, like I still know him to this day. Oh, okay. You have a lot of really weird gross stories, like your dog shitting a perfect circle. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> no, it wasn't him. It was my little dog Java. Oh, yeah, a little okay. Java. Um, so, <laughs> I had a friend who was staying with me. He ended up being a long-term guest. He was with me for like two or three weeks. He was just kind of staying. And um, he um, he and I were drinking one night. And uh, at this point, I was an old hand at it, so I kind of knew when to stop. Uh-huh. So I was sitting there. I was like, okay, I think we need to quit. And he's like, nah, bro, nah, drink every day. And I'm like, okay, dude, whatever. You do you. I'm going to bed. <laughs> So I chugged like a gallon of water as I do mm-hmm. and I go in there and at the time the room that I had the only bathroom was through my bedroom because it was a one bedroom apartment which was actually not unlike the way it is now. Yeah. Um, and um, he bolts through the house at um, oh I don't know like 3 or 4 a.m. and I, uh, we went to bed like 1 o'clock. I went to bed like 1 o'clock. So I was kind of, sort of, almost passed out, but not there yet because I was just kind of waiting on the room to stop spinning. Mm-hmm. And um, you can't close your eyes till that happens. Right? Yeah. No, you cannot go to sleep with the spins. Nope. Fuck just that. Just put your feet on the floor. Fun trick for people. Yeah. Chuck. So what you do if that ever happens, you really want to sleep, grab a glass of water, like a full ass glass of water, sit down on the side of the bed with your feet on the floor and chug the water. Like turn your head up to chug the water because basically that uh, reconnects your equilibrium. Or it makes your brain be like, oh, okay, we're not spinning. Because your feet making contact, and then you throw your head back. I, I forgot what scientifically it does, but it stabilizes the equilibrium. Hmm. I remember. Good tip to know. Yeah, I used to put my feet on the floor when I was sleeping like mm-hmm. that. If I had the spins, I'd put at least one foot on the floor, and that helped. But, um, so we had, um. A phone. Yeah. Just now. My phone. But, uh, so yeah, this guy comes bolting through my door like 3 a.m., <laughs> and I hear, Ugh! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it was not dry. So it was more of a... But um, I'm like, whatever. Because I assume, like a normal fucking human, he went to the toilet. And I went to sleep. So I wake up the next morning. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Fucking hungover and shit. I popped my Advil that I had prepared for myself. Again, I was a pro at this by this point. Walk into my shower, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This dude, I do not know to this day how he did it. The only thing I can figure is that he started at the tap of my tub. And like... In a sweeping motion, move right and then left, going because he had coated every inch of my bathtub in a perfect layer of vomit. And I'm talking about it went up the sides to the brim. Like, I don't know how he did this. I have no idea. The entire tub was perfect. Have I met this person? No. Okay. This entire tub was perfectly coated in vomit. I didn't. To this day, I am befuddled. Like, there was some black fucking magic that happened in that house that night. So, I, I was like, fuck, no, I'm not cleaning this up. So, I walked in there and I kicked him because he was sleeping on my couch. I was like, hey! He's like, hey! He's like, what? I'm like, get the fuck up. And he's like, what? Oh, what? Oh, my God, my head. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. He's like, get in there and clean my fucking shower up, you asshole. He's like, oh, my bad, man. So, he goes in there and I hear the water running and he's like cleaning and like he gets like cleaning products and cleans the tub. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go in there. Um, fun fact, if you did not know this, vomit torches soap scum. Like, that porcelain was really? pure white when it was oh, clean. Oh, well, yeah, it's all acid. Yeah, like, torched the scum off of that tub. Like, it looked like a brand new tub. And I was like, actually, this is 
better than I thought it would be. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I don't think I'd like to redo this again because that's just a bad way to clean the tub. But I'm not upset. So do you yeah. know, um, every time you have a drinking gathering, I guess there's always <laughs> soiree. There's, there's always that one guy or girl that doesn't really fit in with the drinking group, but really wants to. So they drink mm-hmm. way too much. Yep, bro. So yep. Uh, about two weeks ago, there was a thing at my house, and we had people there, and there was this one guy. Whose name rhymes with Eichel? <laughs> so big motherfucker. I'm like he's six five, fucking big dude. And so we're drinking, we're playing beer pong, we're hanging out, having a good time. And my roommate has a weird, obscure fetish for the carpet in our apartment. Um. Like I swear to God, he will lose his fucking mind if someone wears shoes on the carpet, especially after oh, he okay. tells him not to. Oh really? Really. Uh, so like one of my friends comes in he calls her a turd because she won't listen like she did that like three times every time she says like you're a fucking turd and he'll walk off Um, because she walked on the carpet with shoes oh yeah and so (laughs) (laughs) so this guy trying to drink we're playing um, we're playing fuck you actually and I'll explain what that kind of ties into my drinking game here in a minute Uh, we're playing fuck you he ends up chugging a beer. Now, we had fucked him multiple times. <laughs> yeah, I know how that sounds. That's the point. We had fucked him multiple times, and he had chugged multiple beers. Okay. And at this point, we were doing it just to fuck with him, because we knew he was kind of new to this. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, like he just turned 21. Oh. Yeah, and we were fucking with him oh, super yeah. hard. So, uh, I, walk, game, I, I walk into my bathroom, I take a piss, and I come out, and I hear... And I hear everybody go like, dude, what the fuck? And it's my roommate. And it was really angry. It was like, what the fuck, man? The sacred carpet. Not the carpet. Oh? So he had spilled a beer onto the carpet. That's what he was screaming about. However, it got louder because he looked at the sink, and this guy is puking in the sink. Okay. Which is not a huge deal. Right. However, comma, we have a garbage disposal. Which side did he puke in? The one without a garbage. <laughs> Do you know where the dishes were before he moved them to puke? <laughs> Inside without a garbage disposal. So he runs to the sink, moves the dishes out of the side with no garbage disposal, into the side with a garbage disposal, proceeds to puke in the sink. So Rhett, my friend, is flipping shit. Like, he is so angry. Like, he's just like, fuck, man, what the fuck? And... I'm just standing here like, dude, honestly, like, I'm going to be real. I'm impressed because (laughs) I was going to defend you, but like, this has to be premeditated 100% (laughs) because I'm about to throw up. The last thing on my mind is which side has a garbage disposal, but the most last thing on my mind is I'm going to move these fucking dishes (laughs) so I can puke in the other side of the sink. Well, okay, so now let's, let's, let's turn it the other way. Okay, so, you know. (laughs) <laughs> what if the poor guy was like oh this has got to be the side with this garbage disposal this has got to be the side so he is like actively trying to get to the side with the garbage disposal holding it in <laughs> mind you not experienced whatsoever oh my god I mean sympathy for the devil here yeah but 
leading into the drinking game that caused people do this. weird shit when they're drunk, man. They do. Yeah, they do. Like they do weird things that make no logical sense. They will go out of their way to do things that are mm-hmm. more difficult when they're drunk. I have yeah. done it too. Like not that specific mm-hmm. thing, but. I've done things that I woke up the next day going, why didn't I just do it this way? That was so much easier. Why? And I knew it was easier when I did it. Yeah. But I decided to go the harder route for some reason. There's unknown even to me at this point. You do that with even the tiniest things, though, when you're drunk. What do you mean? It's just like the weirdest thing. Like, he'll go from, like, there's clearly a glass on the table. Okay. He goes rummaging through, like, other glasses or will clean a new glass or something like that <laughs> to get a glass to drink okay. out of. I'm the exact opposite. <coughs> like, when I'm drunk and I... So, most of the time I go to sleep. I mean, I'm at that point where I can quit when I need to. And so, when I'm <laughs> okay. drunk... Okay, okay, Alki, whatever I'm, you say. When I'm drunk and, like, I need to get some water before I go to sleep. I always drink yep. a couple of glasses before I sleep. I will walk up to the sink and if there are dishes in the cabinet... If there's one next to the sink, you bet your ass I'm using it. Like, what's the worst that could have been done to that cup? Someone else drank water out of it? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, fair. I will use that glass because fuck doing anything else. Yeah. I want to not do things. Yeah. So I'm, I don't get that. I'm totally opposite. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the drinking game that caused all of this, there were a couple actually because we hop around quite a bit. Shit. Uh, we, we clean up a lot. Um, Clearly. We started with I'd the I'd like to see just like the... Like the checkbooks, like kind of like thing, the balances for the amount of alcohol purchased for that household on a regular basis. I feel like um, it's really embarrassing to go to the dumpster, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and you have like fucking 12 boxes, like under each arm. Like, hey, like, how you doing, Mr. McPherson? Yeah, yeah, I need help. This is my cry. I'm crying for help right now. How are you? <laughs> Been there. <laughs> Shit, dude, I do that now, and I, we don't even drink that much. But like, I'll have people over, and they'll all bring beer. So I end up with like twelve or thirteen like boxes, and I'm walking to the dumpster, and like my downstairs neighbor walks up, I'm like, "Hey, hey, how you doing? Yeah, <laughs> this is me. I'm crying for help. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, just you're gonna ignore me and drive to work. All right, then. <laughs> oh, I'm dying inside. <laughs> led to this is so the night began uh we went to play pool at a place mm-hmm. did a few shots had a few drinks no big deal sure pool, went home yeah get home we start playing a game the game we're playing is called riding the bus so for those of you who do not know and i'm assuming you do not because that's why i'm bringing it up mm-hmm. riding the bus so what happens is the dealer lays four cards in front of each participating party okay he also places four cards in the middle of the table he begins from left to right, flipping a card. If you flip the first one, you say, before you flip, you say red or black. What color is it? Mm. If you call that color, you can make another person of your choice drink once. If you fail, you drink. Mm-hmm. Once you get around, you get to the second one. And then you can say higher or lower. So it has to be higher or lower than the number you just flipped. Right? Again, same rules apply if you win or lose. However, two drinks are added because of two cards. Okay. The third one is in between or outside, which would be like if you have a 10 and a 9. Obviously, unless you get a 9 or a 10, it's going to be outside. So you're probably going to choose outside. But now you have to drink three times. Mm-hmm. Now, the fourth one is suit. You get to guess on clubs, hearts, diamonds, etc. Mm-hmm. If you mess that one up, you drink four times, you can pick whoever to drink. You can even divvy it up. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The fun begins when you finish that because of the four cards in the middle that are still there. What they do, same thing, but they flip one card. If you have that card, you can throw it to someone else that you want to ride the bus. 
Once you finish flipping all four cards, whoever has the most cards rides the bus. Now when you ride the bus, you take the entire stack of cards and they drink and you say, red or black? Red. And it's black, they drink. You start over. Red or black. Oh, until they shit. get all the way through the entire a 52 card deck? Not the whole 52 card deck. Oh. Until you, like, if you like, can, like if I were to say black and it was black and I said uh, higher and it was higher and then I said outside and it was outside and then I called the suit, I'm done riding the bus. If I cannot call all of those in secession, I continue to drink until I get it right. Fuck that. Yeah. So that was the first game. Then we switched into Fuck You, mm-hmm. which is the drunk person's version of Uno. Right. You create a pyramid of cards. I think each person gets five cards. And you flip the first card on the very bottom. I get higher, lower suit, or color, right? No. It would be either, like, if there's a jack, you can throw a jack. Or if it's a card, Gotcha. Okay, so it's cards. Okay. And, like, let's say we were playing, and we flipped over a jack of diamonds, and I had a diamond something. I could say, fuck you. When the game ends, when no one else can change who's getting fucked... You tally all the cards, and the person, the last person to say fuck you to the person that's getting fucked, counts them out while you drink. And until they finish counting the cards in her in their hand, you cannot stop drinking. Uh, so oh, so wow. they just, like, hate your guts. Yes. So, like... Yes. Then you hit the second line of the pyramid. You drink through two counts. And then the third line, he has to count four times. Yeah. It's oh, it's a good time. Here's something for you. If you uh, if you come into some just, like, spendthrifty money and you want to buy something fun for drinking... Sobriety test. Oh yeah, that's a Ballad's weird game. Fun as shit. Yeah. Okay, so basically, uh, oh, oh hello there. <laughs> Slap yourself with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so yeah, no, dude, seriously, go on Amazon or something like that. Pick up sobriety test. Okay, so funny as hell. All right. Um. Basically, like, there's a bunch of chips and shit like that. Car- are, are there cards in it? I don't think there are cards in it. It's just chips, right? Uh, there's... No, there are cards. Yeah, there, there are cards, cards, yeah. Okay, so there are a bunch of, like, tests and stuff like that. Like, basically, like, um... Okay, so here's one. So, you know, you roll the dice and you get sobriety tests. Okay. Because it's got, like, sobriety tests on it, like, two or three times. Okay. The other ones have tokens. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you pick uh, one token, you get one token. Or you put down one token into the pot, whatever it is. If you get a sobriety test, you have to take a sobriety test. Sobriety tests are made out of the cards and actual little physical, like, test thingies. So one of them, let's say for just like a regular card one, is like, all right, say um, the Pledge of Allegiance, but say um, black after every word. Yeah. So, like, I, black, pledge, black... Allegiance, black, and they're ha- they have a card and they're looking at it. Exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. And they're looking at it. If you get it wrong, mm-hmm. you have to take a drink. And so it's real like, simple shit that you fuck up without even re- like like seeing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Well, especially as you get drunker though. Every time you get drunk, you start fucking up. Well, yeah. Or it's like you know, like grab the 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 wand and throw up the rope that's on it and catch it on the wand. I was never Spin good around at that. once and catch it. I was never good at that. That's the like shit. That's yeah. it. So yeah. it's a lot of fun because, you know, like, you're up in there, you, like, you've got the spotlight and stuff like that, people watching you, they're laughing, and they're like, ah, to the left, to the right, yeah. you know, like, whatever. It's a good time. So it's a good time. It's yeah. a really good time. And, you know, it's 
it's not as intense as your regular run-of-the-mill, like, rig of fire type yeah. drinking games. So, speaking of which, I did want to bring up that one just for a honorable mention, ring yeah, of fire. Yeah, definitely honorable mention. King's, uh, King Cup, yeah, I'm just saying all the names of it. There's another one, too, and I can't, because it was the version I played, weirdly enough, and I can't think of the name of it. No. I think it was called, like, Waterfall Around the World or something Around like that. Around the World is a different one, I think. Is it? Mm-hmm. Are we talking about the one where you uh, slide the cards underneath the tab and whoever pops the tab first has to chug it? No. I think that is a different one as well. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah. we call it uh, Kinks is what we call yeah, it. Kinks, okay. So you take a deck of cards, put a beer can in the middle, put the cards in a ring around the beer. You pull a card and adjacent to the card you pull, like question, a cue for queen is question master. Essentially, if I'm the question master, mm-hmm. I ask you a question. If you do not reply with a question, you have to drink. And so on and so forth. Now, what you do is every time you pull a card, you stick it underneath the beer can tab. Mm-hmm. You continue to do so. I until, do know this game. Until someone yep. pops the can. If you pop the can, you chug that beer. It yes. is your beer to chug. You lose the game. I've played that one before. Yep. So have I. That one was a fun. That's actually a fun game. Exactly. I haven't played that game in a long time. And it's not as intense as well. Man, you're hurt. Man, you're hurt me now. I really want to like have a drinking night again. I haven't Come done on, it in so long. We nah. Every night. Nah, son. Every night. Nah, son. Like you guys get into fistfights and shit. I'm too old for that. More than <laughs> sense. Yeah, but you just got him at the beginning of the work week. So. Yeah. Also, like tomorrow's Monday. I got shit to do. Well, I'm off tomorrow. That's why. <laughs> oh, you fuck. Yeah. God. Yup. No, you're not. <laughs> anyway. Uh, last one I'm going to mention, and then we'll move on from this. Um, drunk driving. That's not a game. That's a felony. Only in Illinois. So, drunk driving, you play Mario Kart on uh-huh. whatever console you wish. And the point of the game is you must continue to win the game whilst either drinking a beer or you must drink the beer before or after the race but you cannot cross the finish line until the beer is finished you have to finish the beer before you cross the line or you lose and chug another beer uh that game can be ultra fun but it's also super stressful (laughs) because there's always one guy that's super good at chugging yeah (laughs) and they're generally really good at games too for some reason that correlation just happens (laughs) um Scientists out there, go ahead and do that study, please. We are fascinated to know. If anybody wants to play some drinking games, I have you covered. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was quite the thing we just spent doing. (laughs) Why not? I mean, that's like so. You know, yeah. It's it's uh, this week. I mean, for everybody involved, if you go online, I mean content is just not there so yeah. i mean we're basically just talking about life here well yeah because yeah because e3 happened last week so now that e3 is done like everybody's talked these new things coming out to death mm-hmm. or no it wasn't last week it was what two weeks ago two or three yeah, yeah. Ago. so you know after e3 is done like it's there's nothing to talk about now like it's kind of mm-hmm. the the well's dry a lot of anime shows like mm-hmm. that seasons have either already been announced they've already well, started or they are n- have just ended. Yeah. It isn't is going to continue to be a lull in content for the nerd community within between now and August. Mm-hmm. Because most of the games are going to start launching in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fall yeah, or the, the winter. Like, yeah, we're having like a that. break. We're having a summer break. Yeah. We're the Steam sale. Steam summer sale, that's about it. Yeah. So what we got next? Uh, <laughs> Bethesda sues Warner for ripping off Fallout Shelter in Westworld game. Oh, shit. <laughs> Okay, so what's up with that? Like, because right. you read about that. I, I didn't read about that. I meant to, and I uh, forgot to before we cranked on the old microphone. Sure. Okay. Um, so, 
the uh, Bethesda claims the Westworld mobile game is basically a clone of Fallout Shelter and even uses the same code. Hmm. Uh, the lawsuit examines the many similarities between Westworld and Fallout Shelter in detail. But what makes the case seem particularly egregious is Bethesda's allegation that Westworld contains the same bugs as Fallout Shelter did when it was launched. Oh. One such bug causes the view to be off-center and out of focus at startup, as if a camera capturing the scene had been inadvertently pointed to the lower right foreground and then slowly refocuses on the central image. Oh shit, so whoever did that used the exact same yeah, code. They absolutely copied. I was about to say, because like that's not a new thing. Like All of these games, like you have like Clash of Clans, the new Final Fantasy that just came out, all of these different games they all run on basically the same format they're world builders or they're like they're all about grinding which is the trick with mobile games like mobile games always have this formula of okay you can play this game and do a really slow grind or you can pay us actual money and we'll speed it up for you yeah um i don't actually like that that annoys the hell out of me uh because i feel like i feel like it's cheap um you're not actually giving me a game that's fun you're giving me a game that you're you're basically making it super inconvenient for me to play for free. Mm-hmm. Um, eh, that's just the nature of mobile games, though. But then again, like I have a game that I'm playing more or less for free, so I can't really complain about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wish it were better, um, but until some snazzy game developer out there decides to uh, flip the script and change things up, this is just kind of where we're at right now. Uh, yeah, that's crazy with the Westworld thing, though. It's um, This is also kind of a new thing. Um, in the mobile atmosphere, I mean, yeah, the games developers suing other developers, that's not new, but the mobile aspect of it is going to be interesting. That's going to set an, a unique precedence um, because whatever the judge rules on this, that'll create a that'll create a precedent. So any any lawsuit that comes up after that, they'll look back on this case to mm-hmm. decide. So it's going to be, uh, it's, this could theoretically really cause some trouble mm-hmm. for a lot of game developers. Um, but I also think that's a good thing because they don't have if they don't have the imagination to come up with their own thing, yeah. then you know screw them. So that's kind of all I have on that. Moving on. Yeah. Toys R Us is dead. Oh. But I don't want to grow up. Everybody grew up. There's no more oh. Toys R Us. Oh. So many Toys at Toys R Us that I can play with. Let's move on. I'm sad. Dude, <laughs> I saw some old commercials from it. And yeah. It, yeah. It was kind of sad, you know, but I mean, I can kind of see why they died. They just refused to advance with uh, the rest yeah, of they the didn't, retail Yeah, they world. didn't keep up Amazon, with the times. Yeah. You know, they didn't do, as far as my knowledge does, they didn't do like any kind of birthday parties or anything like that. You Mm-mm. know what I mean? Believe it or not, that does do something. Yeah. Toys R Us would have done really well if they had sold on Amazon, but they wouldn't because they wouldn't sell out of their pride and yeah. put their products on Amazon. If they had sold on Amazon as an Amazon seller, I think they would have been fine. Yep. Honestly. Like, even up to the point where they were starting to close down. If they were like, fuck it, let's create an Amazon store and we'll just sell on Amazon. We'll, we'll sail under their flagship. I think they'd have been fine. But they weren't and they didn't. And you know. now part of my childhood is gone because I remember going with Nana to, yep. uh, yeah, you remember that? She'd be like, we're gonna go to Toys R Us if you finish your food. Yep. I'd be like, yes, yeah, so you're eating those horrible fucking peas uh-huh. mixed with carrots. You're like, yeah, because you really want to go to fucking Toys R Us. Yep. Yep. I just remember my grandparents constantly trying to distract me while we were driving past Toys R Us. <laughs> like, oh I do remember a school field trip where the bus broke down and they all gave us like 20, like gave each one of us like 20 bucks to spend at Toys R Us. What? Yeah, yeah, we were still going to Anchor. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. 
We were on a field trip. And Where the was bus, that when you went? Yeah, right? <laughs> the school bus broke down in front of Toys R Us, and then they uh, we sat there for like 30 minutes, and then they came up with an envelope and said, here's 20 bucks, each person gets one, go spend it in Toys R Us. Like, woo! Yeah, and our parents came and picked us up. Like, it was fucking dope. No <laughs> complaints at all. Yeah, right? Um, and I do, I saw a picture this week that broke my heart. Okay. It was the Toys R Us giraffe. Aw. Standing with a suitcase at the door, waving with his head down, and the store's yeah. empty behind him. Oh. Yeah. I saw that one. That destroyed Fuck me. Fuck my heart. That broke me. Damn, you want to go get Jeffrey tattoos? Dude, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gone but not forgotten. Exactly. <laughs> Damn. Fuck. I think we're close to time. Yeah, That's true, close. but... Are we? Are we really that close? We're pretty close. Hmm. But wait. Keep waiting. <laughs> Why do you fuck this up every week? Filibuster. Wait more. Filibuster. We've talked wait. about things this. And stuff and wait stuff more. And There's an ad. Wait. God. There we go. Yes. All right. Here we go. You're, you're done waiting. Uh, and now. <laughs> here, with the wild and wacky news from all around the world, I present to you Malachi. 569 with a wink. Take it away, Malachi 569 in Studio A. Hey folks, everyone, at the, as we're gearing up for July the 4th, it is July the 1st, 2018. Wow, that hurts to say. Uh, Flamingo that escaped Kansas Zoo is two, in 2005 is thriving 700 miles away in Texas. The fugitive what? bird has been on the lam for over a decade. Members of the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department crew were tickled pink when they spotted an African flamingo flying around seagulls in the Lavaca Bay last week. I'm no expert, but I'm pretty sure flamingos aren't native to Texas, the New York Times quoted a crew member as saying. Uh, the astute observation is true. Aside from a few sightings in South Florida and Puerto Rico, the leggy bird isn't often seen in the U.S., the crew just happened to have the rare privilege of stumbling upon number 492, a famed flamingo that escaped from a Kansas Zoo over a decade ago. Wait, Kansas to Texas? Correct. So, it's a resilient bird. Can we can we discuss for a minute how they couldn't find a giant pink bird <laughs> in a land that, as you just stated, has no giant pink birds in it? Did they not clip their wings? Clearly not. Because they usually do at most zoos. Maybe somebody stole it? Nah. They, huh? I don't want to believe that, but... I mean, like, those exotic pet keepers and stuff like that? They yeah. They might have seen a flamingo and been like, you know what, that would be perfect in my ranch and Texas. I'm going to put it in my yard on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Suck on that, Mildred. <laughs> Who's got the best lawn now? <laughs> Moving on to the next topic of this week. Rat suspect found dead in ATM amid $19,000 worth of chewed Indian rupees. What? The rodent may have had accomplices. Rupees or rubies? Rupees. Rupees. Okay. Employees at a bank in Tinsukia, India, have a good reason to be cheesed off after, <laughs> after at least one rat got into an ATM. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I bet Link, I bet Link killed him. <laughs> After at least one rat got into an ATM and ate $19,000 worth of rupees. Holy shit. A rodent robber was discovered June 11th when technicians arrived to fix a state bank of India cash machine, according to the Associate Press. Inside the ATM was one dead rat amid a bunch of Indian currency in 500 rupee and 2,000 rupee bills that had been chewed to shreds. How much that is, is that in U.S. dollars? About $25,000. 
Holy smokes. Well, I guess the rupee has gone up since. Right? Yeah. yeah. Just think you can get that by smashing pots. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you ever actually played a Zelda game? Philly fanatic yeah. shoots baseball fan in the eye with no. a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> we'll change that. Okay. Philly hot fanatic. Dog? Hot dogs? Philly fanatic <laughs> shoots baseball fan in the eye with hot dog. Kathy McVeigh plans to attend a future Phillies game, but only if she can sit in the nosebleed section. Her name's McVeigh. <laughs> it's McVeigh. Uh, it's funny because there's a. Never mind. She might have gotten a bruising at the ballpark, but Philadelphia Phillies fan Kathy McVeigh is still true, even if she's black and blue. McVeigh has a black eye after being hit Monday night when her team's mascot, the Philly Fanatic, shot a Frankenfurter out of a hot dog shaped cannon into the stands above home plate. <laughs> Sadly, McVeigh's attempt to catch the flying wiener didn't work. An error she blames on a shoulder injury that requires surgery. It came down with such force, like a ton of bricks, she told Inside Edition. My glasses flew off and I started bleeding. McVeigh ended up in a hospital emergency room that night, where a scan confirmed she did not have a concussion. She does, however, have Good. one major league shiner on her right eye. Ah! Uh, I'm just imagining... Like, in my head, this makes this way funnier. I'm just imagining she's, like, talking about a bad date that she had. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. So, is that your... Was Back that... to you and fucking, I don't know. Studio B? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Shame. <gasps> Shame. So, we have time. Let's go for a good segment that we all know and love. And it's called Notice Me Senpai. Notice me, Senpai, and for today's Notice Me, Senpai, I have decided that I'm going to uh, shout out to somebody that I've been listening to for quite a while now, about uh, two and a half weeks, almost like clockwork every day, I'll listen to at least one of his videos on YouTube as I'm driving to or from work. Um, I am running a RPG campaign, I'm running a Deadlands campaign, and this is my very first time DMing. Uh, because of that, I need a lot of advice and a lot of help and a lot of, uh, you know, like, rule things. Things you don't think about as a player um, that you really have to punch in on as a DM. Like, what kind of villain should the villain be? How should they meet? How should I write this story in? Etc., etc. The person that I have been listening to, and he's probably one of the best in the business as far as I'm concerned, is a YouTube channel called How to Be a Great GM. And he has a YouTube and a Twitter. You can just type in How to Be a Great GM on either of those and you'll find him. Um, he is a gentleman from South Africa. I believe he's from Johannesburg. And he is fantastic. Like, he is so good at what he does. Like, he talks about uh, plots and how to avoid plot holes, how to, how to write stories that are engaging for your players, how to deal with players that are being, that are being trouble. Uh, like, if a player's, like, if your players are doing things that you didn't plan for, how to cope with that, how to cooperate with them and recoup your losses in that aspect. Yes. Um, and he also, because... <laughs> Jesus. Thank you, Kanye. <laughs> so, he also... He also does, um, voices, which is pretty funny. Uh, he does these accents. And, yeah, okay, yeah, I showed this to Steve. Um, I listened to his accents, and I'm like, wow, he is really good at accents. He's like a fucking master. And then he got to the American accent. And, which makes you reconsider. Right, which all made me reconsider all the other ones because now I know that all the other like people from Ireland are like, that's not what we sound like, or whatever they sound like. And, <laughs> and he was like, uh, Too bad, bro. He goes to the. Here. Oh, I know. God, that would have been funny. But he. 
This guy, like, does... And to be fair, to give him credit, it's not a horrible American accent. Okay. The issue that I run into is he sounds like he's all over the place also, in America. he's taking advice from Emma Watson. About how to sound like an American? Yeah. Yeah. Not the best. Because he was talking about, like, the language is very chewy. And it is kind of a chewy language. Like, we do... We chew on our words. Yeah. But... When he does the accent, he starts off in, like, Connecticut, goes to Florida, then up to South Carolina, then to Texas, to Which the Midwest. Which is actually Virginia. And, yeah, and then comes back to Virginia, and then, yeah, he goes, right, he, no, stop, you, stop, cease. I belong, West Virginia, mountain mama, take me home, country road. Uh, at least you both know the lyrics. More or less. More or less. Because <laughs> Rex sitting over here. Country woman! Like, it's not, that is not how this goes. None of those are correct. That's because he goes off of Fallout. Yeah, well. As the, uh, the, the official soundtrack I mean, for that song. He yeah. doesn't even know... I'm not going <laughs> to hear about this. You even know John Denver, bro? Yeah. <laughs> are you down with the Denver, no, bro? No, seriously, I was on YouTube and, you know, it came up and then it was like, mm. Fallout. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, uh, uh, okay, all right. But anyway, so this uh, this gentleman, although Denver funny, funny, cu- funny accents aside, he is a fantastic um, advice giver. giver. On YouTube and uh, Twitter and stuff, I've been following pretty regularly. He is. If you end up listening to this, sir, you have made my game 100% better just by giving me some solid tips and advice. And you are a godsend for a brand new GM. Thank you for that. Hashtag notice me, senpai. Aww. Yeah. The fuck was that? <laughs> That's what she is shit. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck is this? <laughs> what are these? I, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> what are these? I feel like on that note. Yeah. Probably time. Tis. What time is it? Hammer time. This has been another wonderful episode by 248. That is two guys, four color, eight bit. I am your host, Malachi569, with a wink. With me, as always, is... They call me the Jackrabbit. If you like this podcast, or want to support us in any kind of way, the best way to do so would be to leave us a five-star review on... um, Why do I keep saying Twitter? It's not Twitter. It's iTunes. It's always been iTunes. It will never not be iTunes. Right? I don't... don't, You get what you get, man. (laughs) If you would like to support us, the best way to do so would be on iTunes. If you leave us a five-star review and share this podcast with your friends, if you, you know, enjoy it and it made you laugh. And if you got any value out of it, we sure would appreciate it. They call me the Jackrabbit. Wow. Fucking suck more chode over there. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> Tell the part where you have to pull back. Exactly. Like, exactly. I just want to go... I just want to go to your bathroom and go... <laughs> for like an hour. <laughs> and I'm not even going to do anything. I'm just going to stand there. And... I am Steve. Like us on Facebook. As attempted mention by the Jackrabbit... Like us on Facebook, like us up on Twitter, comment on iTunes and five-star review. If you like the content, we will produce more. If not, we'll still produce more. <laughs> You're stuck with us, bitches. And but all if- I have to say is, y'all, y'all have, have a good, good year. year. Yay!
Yay! That it was awful. good. Yeah, no, it was good. I liked right it. At the end there, I, just, I enjoyed it. It's like a fucking train of bullshit. Okay, yeah, when has Two Four Eight ever been the professional podcast? When I was taking over for Brentley. When have you done that? Like when I when the podcast was good. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that like when you did like your solo things? Yeah. Like when he was overseas and. Maybe no, Brentley was here for that. Okay. It was just me and Brentley. At that no, point. that's what I'm saying. Like when Rex was tracking, and he was. Yeah. Waka waka. Chaka chaka.